harbingers of sorrow, natural disasters can be the cause of troubling and undesirable stress. And a volcano is no exception. But what should you do if a volcano erupts near you or your family? Here we see the Stevens family enjoying Sunday picnic. But suddenly, daughter hears a noise. It's a volcano. Junior seems worried, but have no fear, Junior. Jane learned in school what to do when you hear a volcano erupt. That's right, Jane. Duck and cover. So what will you do when you hear a volcano erupting? That's right. Duck and cover. Looks like you got the idea. Duck and cover. Thank you and goodbye. should uh, eventually get back to the old you know every other week um four or five months from now <laughs> <laughs> hey hey we're on uh, pace to get like six episodes out this year guys <laughs> don't rush us uh, don't rush us listeners adulting is hard that's all i'm going to say <laughs> if we're not allowed to talk about politics we probably shouldn't talk about adulting because scott doesn't want to hear that either <laughs> <laughs> Well, fair enough. I'm Jake the Snake, and you've already heard their voices. Brother Scott. Yep. And Sean the Piper. 
There, there's a rumbling in my tummy. There might be an eruption of logorrhea. Yes, tonight we are talking some Billy D. Williams, some uh, Amelia Clark, some Sean Connery, some Terrence Howard, and Portia de Rossi. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, God, I got confused because it's, we're talking about some James Bond, Sarah Connor, Two-Face, uh, Captain Rhodey, and L.D. Generous' lover. No, we're actually talking Tommy Lee Jones, Pierce Brosnan, Linda Hamilton, Don Cheadle, and Anne H. in some Volcano Movies. Volcano Movies! That both came out the same year. For guys who like movies. Movies yes. for guys who like movies. 1997. That seemed to be the year for volcanoes, it seems. Because, first of all, we are talking Dante's Peak. And then, a movie just called Volcano. And, you know, something else I thought of. The 1997s also went South Park. Uh, what's that? There was, a, there was an attack of the uh, volcano lava eruption on my uh, microphone. Uh, I put up some concrete barriers. We're good. Yeah, but 1997 was also the year South Park premiered, if I recall correctly. And, you know, one of the very first few episodes was about a volcano. So what do you do in case of lava, kids? That's right. Duck and cover. It doesn't work out really well for anybody in that episode, as I recall. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't remember, because I can't watch it, because it's on oh. HBO Max. What the hell is the name of the, the he's got uh, the guy on his fucking leg. Oh, uh, Patrick Duffy. Patrick Duffy's on the leg, and then the, look out, come right out. He saved everybody by, by doing a wicker basket. <laughs> and Scott, remember, I do got plugs that. That should be up and running right now. <laughs> it's spotty, but it should be up. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Well, yeah, like it's probably going to be for a while, the opening segment. It's going to be a little on the quicker side. So, a cut to new stories, and I've got something that really fucking excites me so fucking much. Guys, we're getting a fucking Metalocalypse movie. Oh, that's so metal. Yes. And another Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie as well. Uh, uh, yeah. and, I don't know if I uh, want to do Meat Water, Carl. That was bad. I'm sorry. That was that's a great <laughs> that's great news. I'm so happy to hear that. I can finally get off my mother's couch. Uh, it's it's actually in my backyard. My mother died two years ago. It's really sad. Don't ask me about it. And then uh, Venture Brothers. Well, I don't know. I've never got to Venture Brother, but they're oh getting a movie as well. Dude, that is awesome news, and they're all going to HBO uh, Max, I assume. <laughs> I forgot to I forgot to see where they were going if they were like going to movie theaters or just premiering on a streaming service or not but, if they're all Warner Brothers if it's on or, Adult Swim that, yeah. I, Adult Swim is owned by Cartoon Network which is owned I believe by Ted Turner so Shine Hartwig Company Warner yeah probably HBO I'm saying Adult Swim is on HBO, so that's why I'm making the connection there. It's going to be... Oh, fun. yeah, Rick and Morty's on HBO Max, ain't it? June 20th. Uh, well, yeah, but I'm just more excited for Metalocco because you're yes. like, we're probably going on 10 years since that, that final episode, well, the opera episode. Rock opera. Yeah, and God, that ended with, you know, not a lot of things tied up. Especially the big old cliffhanger with the murder face. Yeah, it's uh, 
I mean, I remember not watching it for a long time because because the sub I couldn't necessarily I wanted to hear what they were singing, and, and when it went to HBO Max, I watched it with the subtitles, and I, I knew what was coming, but it was I, it was still pleasurable. It's very much them to to end it that way, like you know, get your hopes up, and then absolutely nothing comes of it because nihilism, really. Um, nothing matters but coffee. <laughs> but of course, just excited to see Death Clock again. That's what I'm really excited about. Oh, the, the real world actual band, yeah. Like, what? Uh, there's this game that I have. It's called uh, Rocksmith, and you can literally buy uh, Death Clock albums and stuff and learn how to play the songs on guitar. Nice. I I just thought you would find that interesting. I don't think that you need to do that, though, Scott Brothers, because really you just need to have a terrible, um, you know, cold, oppressive, uh, religious childhood with no exposure to anything but no sunlight and the guitar. I also have terrible childhood. Stuff copies me. Stuff copies me. Stop copies me. Stop copies Stop me. Stop copies me. Stop copies me. Stop copies me. Okay. Stop copies me. <laughs> uh, I'm, yeah, I'm excited. That's really fun news. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I know Brendan's well wanted to do that for a while. It's just, just never really got off the ground. And uh, I mean, adults women, they're kind of being dicks about it. They finally came through with teams. I think if you wait long enough, the almighty dollar will always come through. I mean, look at Jackie Robinson. And uh, what's that other thing that just that, that just happened? Oh, He-Man. He-Man's happening again. You know, what's old is new. Give me that money. Oh, God, I forgot to watch that trailer for the show. I, I'll be real. I got I got I got hype. I got my, my sister, who was 10 years older than me, sent that to me talking about um, we need to go and buy all these toys and start, you know, that the, the favorite toy was the shark faced, you know, moving thing. And that was in the trailer. Spoiler alerts. I'm excited. Mark Hamill as Spoiler Hamill. Alert. Yeah, but Mark Hamill is only going to ever sound like the Joker now. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it's still cool. And, you know, I, I looked at the castle and said, good God, there's so many other cool. Hey, there's another Batman the Animated Series veteran, Kevin Conroy, is yeah. in the show as well. And, uh, oh, uh, I don't know if I ever pronounced this guy's name right. He, Theodric Bader. That's it. You got it. Oh, I did? Oh. Dietrich Bader, yeah. Cool. <laughs> now say Ouija board. Ouija. <laughs> <laughs> Entourage. Yeah, no, Dietrich Bader's in it. Um, there's a bunch. Of, I was looking that one up the other day, too. Uh, let's see. Uh, like I said, that's the only thing I prepared, so anybody want to help me out here? Let me fiddle up. Trailers that have dropped, right? Something recently. I can't. Other than the He-Man one, that was stupid. That was a bad lead-in. I got nothing. I'm not looking oh. at it. Scott, help us out here, brother. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, I really can't think much of anything. These poor people that turn to us for their entertainment news on the week, every week, are so disappointed. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I hey, man, if they've been people. listening to us for their news, they should know by now that you know, don't they, they do should that. thoroughly be disappointed. Oh, well, let's see. One thing I know is like I do see that the Wraith is getting a Blu-ray release. You know that movie we watched at one time with Charlie Sheen, he's driving a cool car, coming back from the dead. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I think uh, that movie ever been released on Blu-ray. 
up until now, so, hey, that's pretty cool. Now we've, we've dug that fucking movie a lot. Of course oh. you do, because it's all about uh, revenge and killing and... Well, yeah. And sure. I, I would say probably day one by, but, well, I don't know. All money is going towards a formula and diapers these days, as you can imagine. <laughs> Yes, indeed, the the funnel of funds. Yeah, you like to message me and say, hey, I'm going to buy this new freaking uh, terabyte memory drive, and then you're like, oh, no, I can't do that. <laughs> Got a swing set. I'm going to get this you really like cool thing. Got a yourself. minivan. <laughs> yeah, we spent uh, seven bucks on clothes for her today. That, that was at a garage sale. Nice. Enough about my personal life. But, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what the fuck has everybody been watching? Scott, you want to go first or want me to go first? Because Jake mm. always wants to go last. Um, do you actually know what you have? Yeah, I could, I could, I could rattle off a few important things. So I saw um, In the Heights, which is a musical, which was written yeah. before Hamilton, and it's fucking awesome. It is absolutely amazing. That's cool. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's real people, it's real conversations about like what what's happening and shit. But it's also like actual New York City, Washington Heights, and you know, th- there are some scenes where like they're walking down streets, like oh, I, I know that's if you've been to New York City, but most of them are like, holy shit, I didn't realize that was a place. Look at that, and they do like the wide shot and they pull into it, so you like drone shot, actual street. There they are. It's so fucking good. Um, yeah, go ahead. Oh, that's all I'm gonna say. I'm being a lot nicer, Sean, and trying to say at least a few things. You know, in your absence, I went back and listened to some older episodes. (laughs) Man, we did leave you hanging a lot. Oh, that's very sweet. Because you always watch, like, the weirdest shit. I mean, I can't speak for Scott if he's going to, but I'm going to at least try my best. That's my New Year's resolution, like, you know, six six months (laughs) in. (laughs) Uh, well, yeah, Scott, I hate musicals. You know I hate musicals. I'm not a fan of, of just say what you're thinking, why you got to sing it. Um, there's got to be a reason or a premise. I'm telling you, Hamilton, this one. I want to see the Book of Mormon. I got to see that. Come on now. You know you want to see the Book of Mormon. Oh, uh, yeah. I've seen that like years ago. That was pretty good. South Heart, Bigger, Longer, Uncut. That's that's a brilliant movie, right, Scott? Um, I don't know. All right. That's, I'll take that. That's all right. Did we do that on the show? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or is it probably, we've probably only watched watch. it that once, and then... Shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. You're an Uncle Fucker. You're an Uncle Fucker. Yes, it's true. Anyway, uh, Primal. Canada. Primal is a TV show from the guy who made uh, Samurai Jack and the Powerpuff Girls and Dexter's Laboratory, and it is exactly what Scott just said. I watch weird shit. It's amazing. It starts out with a caveman fishing and surviving a huge crocodile attack and it's all silent because he's a caveman and he's on his way home and he witnesses these three dinosaurs eat his two kids and his wife and they show it in silhouette and he goes crazy and fights them and then they all three of them kind of walk away because their mother which is the size of fucking like six buildings walks by so then he's pissed and he wants to go and kill dinosaurs and he ends up, he comes across <laughs> a, a dinosaur with two little kids. And he's going to kill this guy because I fucking hate all dinosaurs. But then the other uh, dinosaurs show up and they have this battle and, and the bastards eat this dude's kids. So they, they then get together to fight and kill these bad dinosaurs. And then at the end of the first episode, they're like friends. 
like a Rottweiler following, like, hey, we're both sad. And I had the hardest time watching it as a parent, but it was fucking amazing. I'm going to guess from Scott's laughter. Uh, Scott, not killing dinosaurs that way. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, I forgot still. about that. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you had. That's why it was funny to me. <laughs> uh, just, you're like, you keep mentioning it. And I'm like, I don't think he remembers this is what that joke was. <laughs> is, uh, is, is Adult Swim still on cable or is it only on HBO Max? Uh, it, probably on cable. I'm telling you, find it. Primal. It's fucking amazing. It's it's like someone took the, the handcuffs off Samurai Jack and they got into some real shit. Swearing and blood and guts and such. I'll get to the chopper, get down. I uh, The Dark Side of the Ring, the Grizzly, yeah, Grizzly Smith. Scott, watch that one. I don't know who Grizzly Smith is. That's Jake the Snake Roberts' dad. Remember? Member, he's a rapist. Member, he's a child molester. Member, remember Jake said? Whoo. That interview was like three years ago. <laughs> no, I don't and really he, remember he, everything. He also talked about it in uh, Dark Side of the, no, something about Beyond the Mat. It's, you know, Jake's been talking about, but like Jake's sister is rocking, you don't know who these people are, but you know, it was deep and terrifying and disgusting and just, you know, hold your kids close and be nice to them. Yeah, I watched the uh, the Ben Lobb one on Discovery the other day. Oh, I can't watch that one. That's surprising. Killing kids, bro. Can't be killing kids, bro. That's what crush was. It, it was. It was more. It, it went deep, man. As for damn sure. I love Jim Corn. I love Jim Cornette. Anything. Um, but I cannot yeah. fucking stand him. He is so annoying. That's his job, though, baby. I don't That's what he gets care. paid to do. He's got Just you in the, the palm of his hands. <laughs> his anyway, fucking opinions are right shit. Now. Well, uh, Sean, and actually, Sean, actually, there's something. I remember you like mentioned it in our little group text uh, on what that thing called, uh, Those Who Wish Me Dead. You said you were oh, watching yeah. it. I did watch that, too. That was pretty fucking, you know, that was good. I'm going to say it was good. Yeah, I watched the trailer for that, and all I could think was is, is this like some sort of, like, indirect remake of Firestorm with Howie Long? Yeah, and it's and it's kind of the same thing as Hard Rain, except fire, not water. Yeah, that's all I could think of. But you say it's good, right? I enjoyed it. I thought it was well-crafted. Okay, I might watch that sometime then. Yeah, so that, that uh, Scott, go ahead. Uh, well, you know, being gone, there's lots and lots of stuffs to watch. Um, I haven't really watched any new releases, mostly just because of the fact that I'm not paying $30 to rent a movie. That's ridiculous. Um, yeah, no, right? Mm-hmm. And how long do you get it for? No, you get it for the forever. You get it for like two days or something. Stop. Well, they, they got to make that theater money back. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Uh, while we were gone, I binge-watched the entire Malcolm in the Middle series. Oh, Good wow. choice. You're talking about the Ben, <laughs> the ben Watts never, never watched it before. And, really? Uh, you know, that was... <laughs> and so uh, how weird was it for you seeing uh, Brian Cranston like that? 
That was that was quite interesting. I'm not gonna lie. He see that that's what happened at the end of Breaking Bad. He just he just took on a different persona as Hal. Yeah, I, I just was so used to him being Hal for such a while, and then remember first seeing the commercial for Breaking Bad, I was like, oh, this is some sort of dark comedy, right? And right? Yeah. going on, it's like, <laughs> oh, whoa, this is pretty serious shit right here. Yeah, man, and that guy's got range. Uh, yes, he does. He's so funny. It's so crazy to think of out of everybody on that show, he's the only one who like pretty much has a career. I mean, usually well, it's like the kids yeah. that, that go on, but of course, uh, you know, Frankie Muniz. You know, he does. He, had some, he had some work for a while, right? But then, yeah, he didn't transition into his twenties well. Yeah, the and his well, two of his brothers. Uh, I understand they're not doing shit anymore, and you know Danny Masterson's brother. What <laughs> he's been up to ever since the show. Paying for his brother's legal fee. Legal fees. Probably. Probably. Yeah, I watched uh, all of that. I uh, I just you know when I'm Wait, doing did, stuff. Did you watch? Been, did you uh, watch? Did you watch all of that series, or did you watch all that? Yeah, I watched the entire series of. Jake, Jake knows what I'm playing. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, it was on uh, IMDb oh, TV. So, yeah, I love that program. It's a Malcolm in the Middle, so much fun. Uh, but yeah, it was my first time watching it. It was quite interesting. Um, Seinfeld, that's been on. Uh, it appears to be leaving Hulu in like less than two weeks. So just trying to get some more episodes in. Is it going to Peacock? I don't. I have no idea. You got to assume it's going home. I I assume it is, but then again, I mean, you, you really can't tell because, like, they said that they had a deal where it was going to go to Netflix, and then that never ended up happening, and, you know, I, I really don't know. Um, other than that, uh, I watched, I've been watching some movies here and there, nothing too noticeable, just rewatches. Um, but yeah, that's, that's. Pretty much it. Those those were the two two big ones. Just lots of lots of TV and lots of writing. How about the Bad Batch? You watching the Bad Batch on Disney? Not yet. It's good. It's fun. Did uh, did anybody catch the first episode of Loki yet? Oh yeah. Not yet. <laughs> of course, Jake has them. Hey, come on. Let's. To be fair, I could I did better with the. Uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I caught that every weekend. I was a little behind on the WandaVision, but to be fair, the week that premiered was the week uh, my daughter premiered as well. <laughs> I was going to say, how's that season two of Stranger Things coming? <laughs> oh, yeah, you didn't hear. Uh, I actually finished Stranger Things season three like uh, it was in late December, I think. Well, no, wow. actually, it was in early January. I remember that because. I was telling uh, Scott, you know, that I actually learned the news right in the middle of watching that season. And let's just say, uh, here is that news. I then get into that final episode of uh, season three. Oh, man. I mean, I'm probably sure it would have made me sad either way, but it, uh, it carried an extra punch. <laughs> I was going to make a joke that Stranger Things have happened, but now it's, I'll just turn it over to Scott. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's about it. I, uh, I'm glad I got back into the tattoo shop. 
Sean knows all about that. Yep. And <laughs> no comments from him. Quite surprised. Yep. I, 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 I got I keep I got it a tattoo light. on my hand. And he gave me shit about it. I give you shit about Surprise. it. Just, you know. <laughs> Is it on your right hand or your left hand? My right hand. Are you going to shake hands when you go to a job interview? Mm, probably. Okay, then. Just, you know, um, it sucks that people are judgmental, but yeah, I gave him shit about that. People One, judge you when you walk in the is, door, they're going to give you a job, blah, blah, blah. I was, you know, I was being all my mentors, so. Uh, concealer stuff that I can put on to make it appear as if I don't have it, and I can always wear gloves. That's a good point. Also, uh, Jake forgot in the in the news that A-Rod is his own men's line of makeup. So, yeah, you're right. Concealer. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep on that uh, men's makeup tick. Jeez. We all know how you who's like barking? that. Who's Oh, those are that's, my dogs. Uh, that's from Jake's okay. now. Yeah. Now we've all got dogs. Yeah. I thought that Scott's dog was older than, than that now. Like he used to sound like that. Now he's, he's probably a little older. Nope. Nope. That nope. one died. Thank God. Whoa. Really? You're – never it, mind. Let's not get to – oh, I'm sorry. I'm not, sorry to hear that. Not, not my new one. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. The new one. No, the new, the, the new one's all good. The the old one, the one that I couldn't stand it died. Yeah. Nearly a tragic he twist, but instead just a John Wick moment. He's coming for you. He heard your comment. <laughs> uh, I didn't kill the dog. The dog died of old age. Oh, I see. Died in the middle of the night. Then you know the, you know what's going to happen. John Wick 5, Against the Night. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker. Jake, what have you been watching, Jake? Okay. Well, besides the usual three things I have been watching for pretty much the last few months, you know, the Office, South Park, and Golden Girls being on rotation. And <laughs> before you judge, hey, I live in a pretty much female-dominated household now, so hey, yeah, hey, that's why Golden Girls is mostly you know. I, Thank, I really thank you for being a friend. Like, I, uh, what's what is it that is like the big fantasy here with the Golden Girls? Is it just it's not a, a fantasy monster? It's, 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 it's a witty conversation I, I, between fucking, you know, retiree women in Florida. It's, I don't know, Betty White's on there, dude. Betty White's hilarious. Is it just because of, like, the age? Or is, like, like yeah. what, what is the appeal uh, of nothing but Golden Girls? Yeah. Empty Nest was also on at that time, and that was about like a semi-retired doctor who lived next door. Like old, old people in Florida was a thing in the eighties and nineties because that's what the baby boomers were about to be. Ooh, that's why there it is. Okay, uh, okay. Besides those three, there's only two things I wanted to talk about. So first one is Wonder Woman eighty four. Yeah, that one was. Um, that, that falls on all sides of my Richter scale of fucking awful and pretty damn good. And wow, that was great. And what the fuck did you just do? And oh, that was pretty good. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I would say overall it was just okay. That's how long ago. Me. Yeah, there are some weird decisions like, oh, now you're finally incorporating the invisible jet, but incorporate it in such a weird way. Oh yeah, I turned something invisible once, so maybe I could do it again right here. <laughs> Because it was and, her dad's power. It, it, you know, it, it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was shoehorned in. And of course, if they go by the comics, like, 
well, they should be able to see her and Steve. Oh, of course, then, speaking of uh, Steve, um, yeah, I, I was wondering what they were going to do to bring him back, and wow, that, that's what they do, huh? So, yeah, so uh, I don't. I don't care about spoilers. You can uh, go ahead and and spoil this stuff for me. Uh, I have and no idea what you're knows. talking about. So the pretty much the main plot of the movie is uh, uh, Pedro Pascal, Mandalorian, plays this rich guy who gets a hold of this wishing rocks thing, and he's like, "I wish to have your powers," and so he does. So he's able to like grant people their wishes, but it's kind of like in the whole Wishmaster saying, where, like, okay, your wish is granted, but there's a price. So, of course, Diana, she wishes Steve to be back, and yeah, he comes back as, like, so what horrible way? He comes back as a zombie? No, um... No, it's just his his soul is in some other dude's body, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, she doesn't really feel, uh, remorse for the Poor schmuck who's uh, losing his life to go. <laughs> yeah. Dark, so, dark magic, like black magic, uh, DC magic, whatever. So basically, it's just some other guy, and it's not really him the entire time? I mean, it technically um, isn't. him, but yeah. It's the physical, I, the other person's a physical being, and then, you know, Chris Pine's Steve, whatever, is, is the soul behind the eyes. So what, did he die in the first movie or something? Yes. Yes. Ah. Yeah, sacrificed himself. And of course, I thought, of course, the best part was, like, uh, shoot, I forget her name, the goddess. She kept uh, talking about the whole time, the one where she got the armor from. And, of course, and the mid-credits sequence, we find out, oh, it's Linda Carter. Okay. I that thought that was cute. Pretty... Yeah, right? I thought that was cute. Call yeah. me Minerva. Yeah, I... I throw back. Yeah, not quite uh, the shit show everybody was saying it was, but uh, yeah, it was okay overall. I think it was a shit show for those who are, you know, movies for guys who like movies. There's a lot of very um, female-centric estrogen moments that were beautiful and wonderful, and, and not just, yay, girl power, but like very much written you know, by a female experiencing what she would want to see. Like, there's the, the scene in the beginning where she throws a little girl into the teddy bear, and there's a very little awkward wink moment. My wife just collapsed at that. She fell apart with cuteness and cuddles. It was awesome. And, of course, I think Pedro Pascal is probably the best part of the movie. Man, man he acted the shit out of that role. It's very, yeah. very different from his Mandalorian role, but... That show, um, he's got a Mandalorian, he really... <laughs> he acts emotionless. Yeah, and in Game Game of Thrones, he's got a lot of range. So I mean, yeah, he's 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 almost hamming it up in this one, but it's painful. (laughs) It's really painful in a good way. Like he's portraying the pain of of his experience, and he's hamming it up because he's trying to um you know be a facade and overcome his true feelings and his and his inadequacies. Life is good, but it could be better. Shows you how much I know. I gave up on Game of Thrones. I got bored. Didn't even know he was in it. So we're talking DC and Game of Thrones, and Scott's just like, fuck you guys, football. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch either of those things, so fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you're really going to zone out under my next one. The last thing I'm going to talk about is Spiral from the Book of Saw. And, uh, okay. <laughs> you think Sean's not? <laughs> yeah, no, I have no interest in those. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I saw it was a weird idea from the start, you know, Chris Rock doing the Saw movie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just say, well, it's definitely not my favorite of the Saw movies, but it was interesting. Like, the main thing is they were kind of returning it to, like, have a police procedural. I mean, like the second some... one or something? Like, one of them was the police procedural, right? One or three or four or two? Maybe first one, yeah. The first one was? Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, the first one still was some... just two guys trapped in a fucking that's, room yeah, that's the what entire I thought, time. Yeah. Well, I forgot. They were, they were flashing to Danny Glover and his pursuit of Jigsaw oh, as right. well. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and uh, I gotta say, Chris Rock, he actually did a pretty good job. Better than I thought he would in a movie like this. And we got Samuel L. Jackson in it too, although he's not in it that much. He's in it less than I thought he would be, honestly. Is he like he def- Chris Rock's father or something? Yes, he is. Nice. Yeah, I was, I was kind of thinking that like that's kind of what it's going to have to be. So does like, he have I like don't a see big what kind of role he's going to be? Well, he's, he's going to have a big inspirational speech, and then all of a sudden the shark's going to jump out of the floor and eat him. <laughs> Yeah, that's totally what happens. <laughs> Except it's a jigsaw puppet this time. Yeah, yeah, although, yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, yeah, I gotta say, of course, one of the bigger things about this is that it's definitely more kind of a spinoff of Saw. So, like, this person, he's not jigsaw, but he's inspired by him. So, of course, he does think, though, just a little differently, like, mostly the costume and the voice and... Oh, God, the voice, I think, was the worst thing about it. You know, in all the first eight Saw movies, you, know, you heard it, oh, I want to play a game. Creepy like that. This time it's, hello, I want to play a game. And I'm like, no, no, that, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> I, I understand oh, you're trying to I'm do something I'm a dopey different. motherfucker. I'll <laughs> gladly pay you Tuesday for a murder <laughs> <laughs> And uh, let me just say, the identity of the new uh, Jigsaw murderer, um, I think, was pretty painfully obvious. I mean, I Chris called Rock? it... Oh, no, it's, it's not who I was calling But, you know, it's just one of the things, like, it just seemed like it was a pretty small moment in its movie. But, of course, and we're like, what, on nine Saw movies right now, and... If you watch all of them, you know there's no small details in those movies whatsoever. So I was like, hmm, this thing happened, so I think this person is a new Jigsaw. And I was right. That was but, but it's still some good, uh, interesting stuff. Like, definitely some uh, cool kills. Like, one involves broken bottles. That's all I'm going to say. You know, you know my grandmother. It, I believe this movie was supposed to be billed as like a spinoff, and it wasn't supposed to be an actual like Saw movie. Well, it makes sense. It's in the universe. The dude, the dude had disciples. Of course, he's gonna have copycats. It's not that big of a stretch. Yeah, and yeah, we do get like some references to like at least the original Jigsaw. Like even a picture of him shows up at one point. <laughs> what? No, it's just the, the, the yapping going on in the background. Uh, yeah. <laughs> dogs, like, I swear, I, I, I don't know what they bark at sometimes. <laughs> I think it's hey, their own shit. Welcome, welcome to the life of having a dog, man. They bark at anything moving, a leaf. Yeah, you know, it, 
I had gone for like almost 10 years without having a dog and all, only going to my parents' place to see the family dog and cat. And yeah, and now pretty much moving in with my girlfriend. I, I not only get the kid, but dogs as well. Joy of joys. Okay, that's everything I have to talk about there. Good stuff. Sean, I believe you are first. Um, the story is of a man traveling down to hell. Oh, no, wait, that's that's Dante's Inferno. It's a, it's a far better movie than what I'm about to talk about. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to the cracks of doom. No, that's Lord of the Rings. Infinitely better than this movie. Dante's Peak. Right up there with Cliffhanger. You know they're making a remake to Cliffhanger? Like, why are you doing that? movie was terrible. <laughs> yeah, Dante's Peak when we get back, y'all. Be ready for some James Bond. Uh, 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 fuck, John Connor's mother. Sex pool heaven. Like, there's a cool scene where, they, where they're about to jump into a, a, a death pool. Anyway, we'll see you when you get back. Come on! 
Pierce Brosnan, Linda Hamilton, oh my God. Dante's Peak. The pressure is building. 1997. A little uh, film graces our presence from the director uh, Roger Donaldson. Who, who gave us such stunning, you know, pieces of director, like the bounty with Mel Gibson and, and, and the, you know, it's been a while. I'm rusty. Um, the guy from, uh, uh, the, <laughs> the silence of the lambs, Anthony Hopkins species. Oh, I liked cocktail. Cocktail was a good movie. He's not a great director. Okay. The November man, he likes to work with Pierce Brosnan. Um, so in this, I love movie, that I just got... randomly threw you into this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But again, this movie came out. I remember going to see it with my very good friend at the time, a double date, and you know, coming home and burning afterwards, and talking about the movie like it was better than it was. Um, so you got Pierce Brosnan is the main male character. He's uh, Doctor Harry Dalton, a vulcanologist. You got Linda Hamilton, who's the mother of two kids, who are just two kids. Then you've got other people in the movie. Although um, Charles Hallahan is the guy's name who was in the Thing. Yes. <laughs> Love that guy. He passed away in two, 1997. Damn, he passed yeah. away with his motherfucker. Yeah, that's, uh, like a, that's November. And I, if I remember right, this was kind of an early release, like early in the year. That was a summer movie. Fe- no, February 7th. Yeah, that's oh, great. Oh, there you go. All right. So maybe we watched it for my birthday. Who knows? Um, but Grant Hesloff, first time I ever saw this guy, um, who was a brilliant writer and actor um, who worked with... The fucking uh, the child's doctor on ER, the Batman, the terrible Batman. Um, George the movie Clooney. once, yeah, George Clooney. Uh, good night and good luck. Anyway, so yeah, uh, volcano movie. Uh, in short, there's a volcano somewhere, uh, and it's going off. The townspeople don't think it's <laughs> happening. It's Jaws, you know. The mayor's like, no, we have people that are that are tourists. We don't want them to leave. Um, <laughs> oh shit, it is. I can't. I really saw it that way. <laughs> like, we, were, we were texting last night, and Jake, and Jake was not happy with this movie. I'm like, yeah, I know it's bad, but he wasn't talking about this one, so I'm, I was ready to rip this one up and that and yours. <laughs> and I and I, I'll be honest, I love both these movies. These these I would I would you know spoiler alerts, guilty pleasures. I will I will watch these movies if I'm flipping through the channels and it's 1999. You know when I still had cable. Oh yeah, I'll watch Dante Speak. What's going on? How you doing, Dante Speak? Oh yeah, oh, Dante Speak. So, um, highlights of the movie, and I don't want to get, you know, I, I promise I'd get a short, uh, not, not, you know, piping on kind of thing. So, yeah, like I said, premise, first act, out of, you know, out of the, there it is. There's a volcano that's going off, there's activity, people aren't listening to it, people die. Uh, there's a situation where um, there's a pool where kids go up to skinny dip, and so they're dead, they're cooked. But in the process... <laughs> it doesn't matter whether it's a hockey mask killer or volcano they're gonna get those uh, premarital sex <laughs> we need to get into that because why do why do horror movies hate procreation because they're all about death there it is that was easy it's, it's not just, procreation it's premarital sex it's fucking yeah fucking just good. like just like they say in jason x they love premarital sex <laughs> I, mean, I, I didn't want to get into this i wanted to keep it short god damn you guys <laughs> <laughs> Any of the horror movies is it any is it ever homosexual premarital sex? 
Uh, yes. There probably are some out there. No, no, Scott, uh, Scott, you had one? Town, town that dreaded sundown remake. Oh, good. Good one. Okay. Because my theory is that um, the horror movie Gods or the, you know, whatever, whatever the, 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 I don't know, I'm working on a, you know, multiverdness maddening thing where like there, there's, there's, you know, Eternals that are making these horror movies happen, reoccurring, you know, timelines um, because they don't like life and having sex causes life. And so they want that. We want to kill all those things. We don't want life to happen. We want only death. That was, that was my theory. But I was looking for holes and Scott, you helped me find them. Thank you. <laughs> So yeah, first, first act is peppered with storyline where, you know, you got uh, the Dr. Dalton, um, he, he works for the USGS, right? He's in Columbia, he's trying to escape, uh, ass and falling debris, of a, 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 and somebody's killed when a lump of lava, like it's a fun opening scene, it's it's very, you know, boom, boom, ah, and it's then, it's, you know. It's his girlfriend, had to get killed. So Yeah. It, it 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 can it can grab you right there if if you're willing to watch this nonsense it's there but then the rest of the movie is kind of like very oh ho hum about it and his and his buddy the guy from the thing is his good friend and and also a, a geologist and trying to help him out um you know long story short his team gets called up to the where are they Jake are they in, uh, they in Oregon Dante um, yeah uh, Washington, according to Washington, Washington. oh yeah because I was gonna say I thought that um. It was filmed in Idaho. Okay. Well, my, yeah, in the movie, it's why my notes are illegible. But of course, Idaho. they also say it's, a, say it's a Washington and California. Of course, you know, movie they get filmed all over sometimes. Uh, the town exteriors were Wallace, Idaho. Okay. And uh, establishing shot from Mount St. Helens, of course, one of the most famous volcano cases. And well, you just best documented all of, all of the tapes, all of the films and... and Oof. See, this is why these movies are fun because this shit is real. Okay. Uh, and when we start when we start getting into your your movie, it's like, well, let's 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 put it right in our backyard, and we're you know all from <laughs> the same place because this is where we make movies, and we're you know. <coughs> Excuse me. Anyway, uh, the team gets together and there's pushback. Paul is that is that the the buddy's name from the thing? Paul, right? I believe so. Um... Yes, <laughs> Paul Dreyfus, in fact. Nice. Um, Ooh, they go back there because. Paul's in charge, and uh, and and Pierce Brosnan is kind of like his his number one guy. So he has to do, he has to do what his, the the thing guy says, Paul, because <laughs> we don't know who the actor is other than what he looks like, and we're describing him. This guy and that guy, he went here, there. I'm trying to use more than just one pronoun. So he says to him. Uh, no, but, you know, uh, the, the, the younger guy is advocating for shut the whole thing down, man. Get everyone out of here. Get them all safe. Um, what is it? What is it? L- Linda Hamilton's character does. What, I can't read what I'm writing. She's, she she's a mom, but she mayor. has a job. She's the mayor. Yes. And she owns a coffee shop as well. <laughs> yeah, uh, but that's what it is. She owns watch the movie. <laughs> I can't read my handwriting, motherfucker. She, she runs a coffee shop and, and like, is it, does it, is it me or is it way too close to the road? And that road is like in the middle of no people are driving really fast trucks are going down that road they can plow into that coffee shop and just take it out and keep going anyway it's i love these like the great outdoors with uh, uh john candy and, and uh dan dan Aykroyd. i love these movies out there i want to go up into the washington oregon area it's it's fucking amazing perennial forest you know um they become we'll close on a road trip with an rv i want an rv i was gonna say train but okay Oh, even, well, we'll talk. 
Um, so <laughs> Pierce Bros is trying to tell her like there be like he's going to the coffee, he's trying to flirt with. You got to you got to shut down the town. Um, and his boss, you know, shows up and stops him. Uh, says you're overreacting, you know, the whole nine. Um, and then they're setting up, you know, monitoring stations all over Vol- Volcano, which I, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, that's cool. Do they do that? They sure, if it's sure as fuck did on, on Mount St. Helen. And, like, they measure the bulge in the ground. That motherfucker went up, like, 10 feet in a day. Everybody leave. And Dante's Peak, you know, it's, it's, they got different things. It's not Mount St. Helens, but, you know, it's a disaster movie. It's going to happen. So everything they do is building tension if, if they did a good job. Uh, so you got unreliable robot malfunctions and more tension. They got to go fix the robots, whatever. Um, they go up the mountain, uh, expecting it to explode. After a week, no activity. Paul decides they can monitor the volcano from home and tells everyone to fuck off. Well, that was dumb. And then they roll credits. Scott, what'd you think? <laughs> <laughs> so he goes to say goodbye to mayor. Oh, her, I'm sorry. Her name is Rachel. See, now I'm starting to read it again. Um, they almost... No, they do kiss. No, they don't. They do not kiss. Um, <laughs> they almost. Uh, she needs some water. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Notes unlegible. Harry discovers uh, some uh, main water is, is like it's, it's hot. It's leaking sulfur. He smells it in the air. Um, gives a sample to Paul. They realize they're out of time and, and things are fucked up just before the volcano explodes. A little, little bit of time. Um, they're telling the town to get the fuck out, of course. It's like, no, it's, it's, uh, it's, um, Fuck, it's tourist season, damn it. And the billboard is painted like a shark. It's it's the same movie, okay? <laughs> You're expecting to see the Joker jump out of a truck and shoot someone in the face because the Joker is also Jaws. You can't get away from him. Um, let's see. There are earthquakes. Pandemonium ensues. Um, they're in a gym. Oh, the cats living together. Mass hysteria. I have seen shit that'll turn you white. We need to just we need to watch that movie once a year just cause and, and do a retrospect just just cause. Um, <laughs> so remember that Rachel's got two kids like I told you they're, they're luggage. So no we got to go get the luggage. Um, uh, they drive through uh, panicked evacuees. The river is, is flooding with ash. It's a really cool scene frankly. So they get to the old girl's house and the children aren't there and so they got to go to grandma's house and get the kids and oh there they are with grandma. Did I miss something? No that sounds like I'm skipping something. Uh, no, yeah, they go to Ruth's house. Ruth is grandma. Yeah. That's why. Okay, so Ruth is grandma. I, I'm, shut up, Scott. Okay, I'm in two different <laughs> mind frames. Yeah, this lady's still alive, and of course, I think uh, this was like her last major film role. But she's still alive. Uh, she's born in 27, so I would make her like somewhere close in her 90s. I would imagine. I see where I confused Jay because she doesn't survive this movie. That's what it is. Ah, yes. She, she's not going to make it. Um, but she's she's the old cantankerous lady that, uh, you know, I'm not leaving my house. This old mountain to me, we go way back. Didn't your husband die in your backyard? Yeah, I died of a heart attack. No, the doctor said it was gas that leaked out of the ground from the volcano. No, I didn't. He didn't say that. I'm, li- I'm staying here. Kind of thing. You can't make my lays. She lives right on a lake, and it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. But, you know, the first time they pull up on that lake, you just like, you know, there's going to be a You know there's hand. a crocodile in it. Yeah. I was, you know, it's Betty White's on the other side of the river feeding big old fucking crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like putting on a warm shoe that's been put in the microwave. It just slips right out, boys. We're, we're good at this. Um, long story short, they can't get out the roads because of lava, so they're going to take a boat across the lake. A volcano is erupting. And you're going to take a little boat across a lake. This, see, this to me is the is the visual microcosm of why I do not go on cruises, because you know 
it's the world laughing at you. <laughs> tank dead. And, and the tank, by the way, was just me flicking the bottom of the boat. If I was a gas bubble in the, in the Bermuda Triangle, if I was a lightning <laughs> strike, if I was cholera, if I was COVID-19, if I was one fucking child with a flu and just wiped his nose on the fucking deck when he was walking to school, everybody's dead on that. I hate the idea of boats. Okay. I'm sorry. I love the water. I like to go out on a boat. I'm not going on a cruise. I'm not going. I don't know. If, I don't know, guys. It's got to stay close to shore. Yeah, man. Okay, I know my limits, and it's a lot. Anyway, with that in mind, this again, when I saw this movie, I enjoyed it because of these anxieties. They get in the boat, and I know something's going to happen. The, the, okay, one of three things. What, what three things do you think might happen to a lake on the side of a mountain that's blowing up with lava? Uh, it's going to get pretty hot. Boiling water. There it is. That's the first one I'm thinking of. This shit is going to boil, and you're going to cook in your little tin boat. The second thing is gas. You guys are going to die of just gas. It's You're not even going to see. It's just going to bubble. It's going to fill it, and you're going to die of asphyxiation. And then the third, third thing is just you know immediate steam. The whole fucking lake turns to steam because, you know, it's a volcano. So I didn't even see the the lake turning to acid. So, I you know, you got to fact check that one. The lake turns to acid and starts to eat the bottom of the boat. Okay, I mean, you got me. That's 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 pretty scary. Um, and just as they see the shore, the the propeller goes out. So grandma grandma jumps in and fries her old her old bush. <laughs> <laughs> she gets herself a um. Oh God. Um. <laughs> she jumps in, not to her tits. But, you know, it's kind of it's kind of waist deep of death. Um, I, I had three, but I lost. I can't read the third one. But, yeah, those first two were killer. And the third one's back. Um, it was they were killer. She jumped in. She pushes the boat to shore. And then, you know, they drag her out and her jeans aren't even singed a little bit. She's just she's ah, I'm dying. I'm dying. We're like, what? Why? What is the matter? There's not even blood on your sneakers. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with you, lady. It ate the ass out of the boat and her jeans are fine. I think that Dante's Peak has discovered a brand new form of denim. <laughs> <laughs> Power denim. Um, so then what? I mean, do I need to go through the rest of the notes? They, they hammer through town. They, they, uh, they, they, the, the ash is flying down. They, they beat the pyroclastic flow. Don't they, they, they get across a river on a bridge with, with the truck that's about to go out. And just as a huge log <laughs> destroys the bridge, they go over the bridge. Or is that a different movie? Well, no, that was happened to his crew. And uh, his boss doesn't make it. Thank you. See, th- th- I, I'm trying to keep it tight by not including every single subplot. Okay, so I consciously <laughs> did that. And now I feel self-conscious about not including that subplot. Because it's important. Of course, I just want to add to, of course, his boss is death's a dramatic moment. But I throw in a Wilhelm scream. <laughs> ah! yeah! Well, you know, I found out why they actually do that. Oh, we know, but Scott, tell us. Because it's cheaper than making up new screams. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was it Robin Hood or or um, fuck some something that involved a castle and a guy going over the wall? And the stuntman's name was Wilhelm. I remember because on the Kingdom of Heaven, they don't have an audio commentary; they got a text one, so you got to pause and read that fucker. And it's a three-hour movie. Yeah, the Wilhelm scream. It's cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. They got a, they got the beacon in the truck, blah blah blah. Do the kids did do they separate the kids? No, they all go into the same 
fucking truck uh, outrun the pyroclastic yeah. flow, go crashing into a mine, and then the entire mine starts to collapse. Oh, this is, yep. And I remember the girl that I was seeing at the time and my homeboy and her girl, they all had claustrophobia. I have anti-claustrophobia. I feel safe in tight spaces for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe I want to be because crushed. Because it's into jelly. Yeah, you know. And, of course, <laughs> Pierce Bronson breaking his fucking arm. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a real thing but here's something you, you got to think about that no one ever talks about when you um when you have a severe injury <laughs> i've known some your body releases endorphins um so you're you're pretty high for a little while in shock and then the shock could kill you there's that too um i i have laughed maniacally in strange injuries and, and gotten many weird looks because you, you have no idea how weird this feels <laughs> like it, i'm looking at it and it's <laughs> It looks like it should hurt more than it does, and I, I know it will later, so I have to laugh now. Just looking at a broken arm, and you're just sitting there flopping it around, laughing maniacally. <laughs> well, I've never done that. No, I've never broken anything, but like my knee has been weirdly angled, and I, I popped it back in my thumb, what, seven months ago or weeks ago. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I think, I would be, I think I'd be a ball. I mean, how long were they under there for several hours? You know, they, they, they just cut to black. And then they, they cut to, you know, them getting pulled out and everybody's okay. But there was, where the fuck is the separation? Uh, Harry's got the beacon in the truck. He's going to help locate and rescue him. He tells Rachel and the kids he'll be back. He reassures everyone that when they, oh, so he goes, he leaves them there. As he returns to the truck, the active beacon, the mine collapsed, separating him from Rachel and the children. Despite the broken arm, Harry activates the beacon while the truck is crushed. By the way, the debris, eventually they are all rescued and reunited with Harry, re, uh, reiterating his promise to get them all, you know, safe and take them fishing. Got a helicopter, everybody's safe. Okay, so there was, yeah, there was that last little bit where they tried to, I'm going to go get help, and then the thing collapses, and they're separated, but he does go get help, and then everybody's okay. And it's just like, you were trying to throw a lot in there at the end, guys. You just outran a pyroclastic flow. I'm going to say that as many times as I can. It's a fun word to say. <laughs> you just outran a pyroclastic flow. That's, that's but good. you gotta freaking try to wrap up all the plot holes, man. Yeah, walk out the other side of the mine to the entire like set of you know like the next movie we're gonna see where they had the whole uh, you know federal company with the acronym like all set up to save the town, and then they walk out like oh these are these are the survivors that I got out these are the last people left in town I see that you got everybody else out I'm doing my job motherfucker now give me Paul's job. That's how I would have ended this movie. That's how this movie won an Academy Award, and that's how we'd be remembering this movie differently if I had written it when I was 15. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's in that's the end of it. Shall we go, Jake? What what are your thoughts? Okay, so as you probably know, I'm a major disaster movie junkie. I've been since I was younger. You know, 1996 we had Twister, and then we had a bunch of the knockoffs. Like Independence Day. Well, I'm talking sorry. about more natural. I'm sorry. I'm stepping on your toes, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, a bunch of uh, TV tornado movies. So, themed 97 was the year of the volcanoes, and of course, of course, was Dante's Peak. And of course, you know I'm going to see that shit. James Bond versus the volcano? Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I would say a little bit of a spoiler. I consider for years the movie I'm about to be doing the better of. But, you know, growing up and all that. I can see that, you know, I think John Chase Peak is definitely a better one. First of all, I, okay, probably not saying much, <laughs> and especially considering it's a Hollywood movie and all, but it seems to be a lot more 
accurate to what would happen during a volcano eruption, especially in a very small town in you know, the northeast or the northwest. Yeah, I mean, you probably, you know, you don't plan on something like that, you know. Well, I don't know, because Jake plans for tornadoes. We plan for snowstorms. If you're in the ring of fire, you plan for earthquakes, and I, if you live near a volcano, like, that's... Sorry, sorry, go ahead, Jake. Yeah. And, you know, what I also really like about some disaster movies is, like, how grim they can get. I mean, okay, obviously it doesn't need to be too grim, but it just seems like not a lot of heroic moments, you know, of, like, eh, again, seems a lot more realistic that way, so it's like... Okay, you know, here's Bronson. He knows these things about volcanoes, but, you know, there's just not a whole lot you can do when you're, like, trapped in the middle of all this, you know. So, this movie, I'm going to give a pretty good. Thank you, Jake. Scott, brother, talk to me. Well, first time watch. Uh, uh, Let's see. Uh fucking <laughs> one year one years old when this comes out uh, no 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 can you see why I wanted to delay this movie as much as I wanted to Jake <laughs> uh, it's, it's not as good as it needed to be on, on, on this show you know but then again we don't review the best types of movies and uh, you know I'm just gonna go just okay with this uh, I'm definitely gonna have to give it another watch or two before I get you know, more definitive thoughts on it just because, you know, I've only seen it once and eh. it's first viewing, going right? in watching one time because it's like, it's so hard to like come up with good things to talk about. You're just experiencing it for the first. You're letting it wash over you. You know, you're gonna catch the next wave. You're gonna surf the next one. This one, you just you just let it hit you. Yeah, I feel you. No puns okay. intended. <laughs> just you just you just killed my 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 cracking of the beer sound effect. <laughs> we all heard it. Get the uh, get the. I gotta give an emotional resonance to this breakdown of, of why I graded this the way I did. Um. So like cool. I said, I you know I, I like that that Jake, you're being real, like you're you're comparing it to the other movie that we've done or other movies that you've seen. Scott, you're just you know prima facie on the surface. What do you fucking see? This one's got history with me. Like I, I went to see it in the theaters with you know a, a lady and a friend, and and you know in the past seeing it in uh, you know T, TNT or whatever, and not being able to sit through it, being pretty bored. But now I had to sit through it and watch it. Yeah, it's tough because there are things that I – it's just when I watch a movie and I would do things completely differently, it takes me out of it far too much. <laughs> God damn it, turn around to go the other way. You know, and store. <laughs> that can be fun though. That can be a part of the joy. So, I, you know, it's it's pretty damn okay. It, You know, it's it doesn't get to pretty good yet, but it's better than just okay. It's, 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 it's pretty damn okay. And it's hard because <laughs> – Yes, the, the the little pool will kill you, but will it kill you because it boiled you or because it's acid or because it was gas? The lake, the lake is turning to acid. Is that a thing? And and, and as they're as they're riding in the boat, I tried to make a note where would he say this in front of? Did he say it? Well, the the hydrogen is being bumped off and turned into carbon, and now it's an acid. I mean, if you can explain it that succinctly, if it's true, that's great. 
all he has to say is wearing denim will keep you safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John, there's one thing I think you forgot about this movie. No John Wick moment. <laughs> oh, the dog. Uh, yeah. Dog gets out. Yeah, and it happens in my movie, too. <laughs> Can't kill the it's dog. The 90s. Yeah, it's the 90s. We're not, we're not hurting the animals. Hell no. We're not there yet. I mean, and when they do hurt the animals, you make a whole franchise out of the guy who's not okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you cast, like, uh, you know, Bill Skarsgård as, like, uh, a villain or a hero in the next John Wick. I would like to say uh, that I think Linda Hamilton did a good job in this movie at a time when she was starting to really fall apart uh, as a human being and with you know, mental illness. It's a real thing. And May was mental illness awareness month and we're in June though. So we, we, we missed it just a little bit. Um, yeah, she's playing a single mom as a mayor in a little co- coffee shop. There's a lot going on with that character. And I felt like she played all the little nuances of like, I'm a stern mom, which makes me able to be a mayor, but I'm a welcoming coffee shop. Oh, I got to worry about terrorism. And I've all of a sudden become Holly Hunter. Come on in and have some coffee. <laughs> So there you have Dante's Peak. Um, not exactly the, the best, but certainly worth your time. You know, if, if you got a, a lazy afternoon and you want to watch a disaster movie, yeah, I would agree with Jake that there, there's some science involved here. You know, they talk about seismic activity. They talk about uh, hot lava. I thought that was funnier <laughs> in my head. It didn't come out as funny. <laughs> no. But when we come back, Jake, it's it's on you, I believe. Yes. Uh, we're going to flash to only two months later, which is crazy because I could have sworn there was like a bigger gap between these two movies. But, you know. Wait a like, minute. Wait what? a minute. Two months, two months later, this happened. What we're about to talk about happens two months later. They didn't warn them. Why did they warn them? <laughs> Wait, Janet, listen. Like I said, it's crazy because I could have sworn there was like a bigger gap between these movies, but, you know, 11 years old at the time, and, you know, time moves a lot slower when you're younger than when you're adult. Oh, boy. But, yeah, but first of all, yeah, who does songs about Volcano? Dust Clock. Yeah, so, Dust Clock and then Volcano.
There are at least 1,500 active volcanoes in the world that we know about. And at least one that we don't. Welcome to Los Angeles. Day. Okay, so picture it. November 1996. I'm thinking of Golden Girls and kind of channeling some uh, Estelle Getty right there. 96 so, or 97? Uh, just listen, Scott, just listen. <laughs> Independence Day comes to VHS, and if you're like me, you're wanting that shit early as possible. So you get it, and you start watching the VHS, and it's just on the preview section. And there's one of them. It just starts off with the narrator voice guy going, there are 1,500 active volcanoes in the world that we know about. And one we don't know. Welcome to L.A. And then it's just quick flashes of this movie, and you just hear people screaming, hear one person screaming, And then it just flashes the title, Volcano. Holy shit, that was pretty intense. Is the movie going to be that intense? Well, let's get into that. Volcano, 1997, like I said, two months later, April 25th. And, uh, yeah, as I mentioned already, we've got Tommy Lee Jones and H and Don Cheadle and uh, also Gabby Hoffman, who's, uh, <laughs> I know, as being the youngest daughter from Uncle Buck, <laughs> who had the best line of that movie. Why did your uncle put these socks in the microwave? Because he couldn't get the goddamn dryer working. <laughs> <laughs> also in Field of Dreams. Oh, yeah, and Keith David's in this. Hey, another same connection right there. Holy shit. I never thought about that until now. Two same connections <laughs> in these two movies. That, that, that's crazy. We don't plan these things. And, uh... Mick Jackson, he's a director and... Stranger uh, things have happened. Damn it, I missed the opportunity. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the other big thing he's known about is uh, The Bodyguard and L.A. Story. There are a bunch of people in this movie that are just 90s recognizable. Right. So, Volcano starts off, we're seeing L.A., you know, just people going on their usual lives in the big city. And suddenly, earthquake happens because, you know, it's L.A. That shit happens a lot. And so it's a small one. And afterwards, we see Tommy Lee Jones. He's home with his daughter. And he's like, oh, no, I ain't leaving you home alone after that shit. Uh, and that's going to be my best uh, Tommy Lee Jones impression, people. I am very, very sorry. He's got a great line of Jim Carrey. I fucking <laughs> hate you. <laughs> <laughs> And called her babysitter, and, well, Mike, he is the director of the Office of Emergency Management. So, yeah, he's supposed to be on vacation, but after his earthquake, he's like, no, I'm not. I'm not on vacation. <laughs> Even his old buddy, uh, Don Cheadle, Rody, like, hey, man, you're supposed to be on vacation. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> and, uh, well, uh, we get to MacArthur Park, and they're investigating a cake that was left out in the rain. I had to jump, 
John's going to get that. Scott, probably not so much. Help me out. A cake Stop leaving me out of things. <laughs> is it a uh, John's like Road? Arthur no. Park is a frightening in the dark. I, I figured you would know that. What's it from? It's a song. What uh, song is it from? Like Arthur Park. Have you heard Weird Al's Jurassic Park? Oh, no, man. I listened to music when I was a kid, not faux music. <laughs> but I did have friends who didn't have albums. but listened, Like, they had all the Weird Al shit. And and I was just like, don't, don't you know, The Doors, Nirvana, some Biggie, you know, a little bit of Run DMC, something. It's 1995. You guys have nothing but Weird Al. No, I got, I got um, Adam Sandler, too. What the fuck are you doing? Listen to real music. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, no, I, didn't, I didn't know that one. Okay, that joke didn't play as much as I saw it would. Man, maybe there are some listeners who will get that. Stan, I, I, I'm pretty sure you listen to that music. You, you've got to know what I'm talking about, right, Stan? I'm not taking anything away from Weird Al, dude, yeah. Uh, Stan, are you, Sorry. Are, you still, are you still alive, Stan? I, I, I really have, I haven't even heard from Stan for like months. Ever since I was like asking about being on episode 200. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, there's a stand. There's a stand in this movie too, by the way. Yes, there is. And spoilers, <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, at the actual MacArthur Park, there's people arguing, you know, about you know, all the construction, and then suddenly, big old yellow mustard gas explodes out of one of these vents, killing a bunch of these workers. But they're able to bring out one of these guys out. They're asking him, "What's happened?" And the man says, and I quote, One man is born a hero, his other a coward. Baby stars, politicians grow fat, holy men are martyrs, and junkies grow vision. Why? Why, 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 why? Luck! Why, stupid, simple, do that clueless luck? As he turns his head to reveal the burnt half of his face. Okay, he doesn't really say that, but, yo. Know, we do have Tommy Lee Jones in this movie, and you know he played a pretty similar character like two years earlier. You know, having the other side of his face all fucked up. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad to be a help, Jake. <laughs> you just—you were working really hard to make the the reference. What do you want me to call you? A hypocrite? Were you two faced? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. By the way, yeah, the guy. Really, though, the guy is uh, having his face half burnt, and of course, it's a slow reveal, and we don't see it at first until the guy turns his head. So, Tommy Lee Jones comes and sees all this, so he goes down into these little sewer systems. Hope he doesn't run to Harrison Ford down there. I want my family back. <laughs> I don't care! <laughs> well, more guests. And more heat going on in this event, so they have to get the fuck out of there. And, uh, yeah, they know something's going on. And, of course, uh, right around this time, we get Anne Hayes' character, um, Dr. Amy Barnes and her partner. Now, they're trying to tell, like, about all this stuff, but he's just like, I don't care! Well, now, Sean, you can beat me to the I don't care part, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta start uh, preparing backup jokes. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> you make double the work for yourself there, buddy boy. <laughs> I won't I won't I won't do the I won't do the listing of houses then. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the next morning around five o'clock and uh, well, 
farmers and their partners are starting to explore these sewers just to get from some samples. Around this time, another earthquake strikes, and it's a little uh, more powerful this time. You know, we see a bunch of people around the city, like Mike and his daughter, have to uh, get to safety, and their dog as well. Yeah, speaking of dogs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah, one little background noise, <laughs> little, little ambiance. I, I don't know what's going on. They're, they're usually not this uh, vocal. <laughs> Anywho, and of course, unfortunately for Rachel, I mean, whoo, I'm confusing the movie. Amy's partner, G, <laughs> is swallowed up by an opening crack in the sewer system, and yeah, down she goes. Ooh, that's got to be a horrifying way to It's die. hotter than hell down there. Sorry. I just thought that was a good time <laughs> for the tagline. Yeah. It's hotter than hell. Well, Mike and his daughter, they're trying to get the hell out of there. And it was around this time, they get near the La Brea tar pits, and boom! Just chaos going on, and then there's, like, fire trucks, and there's ones, like... Pushed over. Well, we're gonna say one fireman. The other guys ain't so lucky when the lava comes up and swallows up their truck with them in it. And also around this time, well, Tommy Lee Jones' daughter, she used to get out of the car because you know, she's even lava. She's freaked out, but a lava bomb lands right next to her and splits a little and catches her pant leg on fire. Now he's able to save is her. She, is she wearing that Dante's Peak denim? She got that Dante's peak denim. She got that Dante's peak denim. She's good. <laughs> and Tommy Lee Jones able to do a good heroic moment, holding on to his daughter and jumping over his car. I mean, you know, he jumps on the hood and jumps off of it just as the lava swallows it up. And so now he has to have his daughter go to safety while he has to figure out what the hell to do with all of this. And uh, well, of course, right around this time, oh, well, there's people in the subway system. And, uh, of course, as a quick happened, they uh, got stopped and people got knocked the fuck out. So, a bunch of these guys have to come and save them. You know, they just think there's a fire going on in these, so they go and, like, start looking at everybody. But then, that's when they see the lava. It's like, oh, hell no, get everybody out of this. Uh, our man Stan, not the Stan the man we know. And he's uh, one of those character actors, you know. I, I never remember his name, but you see him in a movie, you're like, oh, yeah, that's that guy. I recognize him Drew, from that other movie. Drew Carey's brother in the Drew Carey show. That's how I know that dude forever and always. Oh, shit, he was. Wasn't he? Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude, cross-dressing. <laughs> he, was, he was the first, like, legit tranny. No, that's not true. That's absolutely not true. I guess in, in my television experience, then. So he has to go and save the conductor of the train. And Excuse know, me, hang on. Just, Tranny may be considered, uh, you know, derogatory. I don't mean it that way. A, tra- a trans person. That's what I should have said. I'll say Don't edit that out, Jake. Don't you edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like I said. Edit it out, Jake. Out, out these days. <laughs> He's carrying this man to safety as the lava's under the train and getting so hot, melting his shoes. He's getting to the end of the train and the lava's right there and it's going to be a major impossible jump. Like, yeah, Throw that seen. motherfucker as hard as you can and then try and catch him in midair when you when you dive. And, of course, we saw Tommy Lee Jones make one earlier, so maybe this guy can. Oh, wait. This guy doesn't have quite the plot armor that Tommy Lee Jones has. <laughs> <laughs> so he jumps and doesn't clear the landing right in the lava. He throws the guy to safety as he slowly melts right into the lava screaming. 
so two things. Oh, what a world. Oh, what a world. And then, <laughs> you know, he just he just decides at the end, ah, be optimistic. Thumbs up. <laughs> you read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I got to say, though, for a PG-13 summer blockbuster movie, that's a pretty damn intense sequence right there. I mean, the motherfuckers keep melted by lava. Oh, my God. And not screaming hysterically. This should have been an X rating or NC-17 by his reaction of what's going on. He was he dropped he dropped the guy and tried to climb over top of him in real life. Yeah. Oh God, the excruciating pain. So yeah, now Tommy Lee Jones and Amy they're trying to figure out what to do. Tommy Lee Jones he's telling everybody he wants every gas station, residence, warehouse, farmhouse, henhouse, outhouse, a doghouse in that area covered. Yeah, um, okay, sir, sir, we found we found a um a, a yellow jumpsuit um in a in, in a volcano in LA. <laughs> wow, well, I know that. <laughs> I mean, that's really that's Tommy Lee Jones. Now <laughs> 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 they're trying they're trying to figure out how to stop the lava, and we even get a cool sequence of them saving a homeless man, and then ten sequences of them hanging onto the fire ladder over the lava. Imagine when we have sequences of people like evacuating museums, get all the work out there, and man, I can see this guy being Sean. One guy saying, "Man, this horrendous Bosch is heavy." Well, yeah, that's because he deals with you know all the afterlife and the blah blah blah. I, I can see Sean being that guy. Well, just just explaining why someone's being an asshole. Like, dude, just okay. This is what's going on in this person's life. Calm down. <laughs> of course. I also around this time, you know, you know, we are in L.A. in the 90s. So, um, yeah, there's uh, something that happened a few years prior to this movie. That kind of uh, ties into what's also happening in this movie. You know, white cops, black guys. And, uh, you know, I mean, are you guys. talking about a, a, a white Bronco or are you talking about Rodney King? <laughs> Rodney King. Okay. And, you know, black guy's just trying to get, like, hey, come on, save our neighborhood, man. And white cop's like, all right, you harass the fireman. You're under arrest, sir. But, of course, a little later, Rubio. Are these people looting, or are they surviving? <laughs> and uh, a little later, they're trying to get some barriers, and, you know, guy's just in there making the comments. They're like, okay, you know what, we're going to let you go, man. The guy's almost crying off, but then he's like, hey, man. I'm giving you some help. Yeah, nice heartwarming moment. So, long story short, they get a barrier made and it stops the lava and another big whole heroic moment. All the firemen hoses and all the helicopter fly over, put out the lava. It's all good. Except, Time oh. out. Yes? No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, everyone, everyone has to realize now that, you know, that's not how liquid works. You don't just stop it all at this it's going to pile up and keep coming. <laughs> yeah. So whatever happens next in the movie, it's like, if that doesn't happen, then again, one hour and 30, one hour and 30. Exactly. God damn it. <laughs> there will be some editing tonight, Jake. Oh, sorry. <laughs> tonight. I'll try in the next week or so. <laughs> I know, right, Scott? Come on, Scott. Wake up to the reality of what's happening here. There's a volcano happening every single day of our lives. Well, rewind. Yeah. Sorry, I'll shut so, up. So, but 
because Dr. Barnes is saying the lava is going to another location and it's going to erupt at the red line close to Beverly Center and Tommy Lee's like, oh shit, that's where my daughter is. That was so good. It was like Bane. It was like, you can see him right in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) Tommy Tommy Lee Jones as Groucho Marx. (laughs) (laughs) So they're evacuating that, including Tommy Lee's daughter. Yo, she was put in charge of two kids, but hey, where's the other kid? Ah, shit, he's run off. (laughs) Of course, we gotta have that kind of... uh, tension moment in this kind of movie. You know, any kid could just run off, but yeah, let's just have it be one connected to the main character. I always hear Red Skull in these moments. That is why you are failing! <laughs> one child. Two children. Now there's one. You're failing. Well, that is why you fail. And they can't figure out how exactly to stop the lava flow from this end. Tommy Lee's like, well, I've ran out of ideas. What am I going to do? And of course, the camera pans on this big old building right behind him. And of course, major another minor pop point I'm kind of skipping is this building is owned by some asshole guy whose uh, wife is a, a nurse who is taking care of all these people. And of course, she's a lot more caring. And when her husband's like, hey, come on, let's go. You don't know these people. She's like, hey, fuck you. Yeah, man. I fuck remember that you, subplot man. as being like fucking... I mean, it, it's not Michael. You talked about the director already, but that felt like it was a very like you know Michael Bay or like the the Rock was Michael Bay. Yeah, one of those moments, little, real quick heart, you know, and also the explosions. I'm gonna throw some heart in there. I thought it worked. Yeah, they figure out they're gonna blow up the ground under this building, make it fall down, create a barrier, and get the lava right into the ocean. And so, yeah, they set explosive all over, but you know, now they're still going over the after the little boy. And of course, at the last building that's about to explode, Tommy Lee sees that kid and his daughter. He's like, holy shit! Runs towards them. And now Dr. Amy Barnes, she has got, like, major super scope vision because she just looks over in nick of time just to see Tommy Lee running towards his kid. And of course, explosion happens, building collapses. Oh no, are they dead? And of course, they have to intertwine this with, of course, the lava going right into the ocean. And it does. It's, it's out. It's well, you, I mean, they, they put it into the L.A. Um, river system that takes all yes. of the um, flood water or whatever out. And, and you see it in Terminator 2. You see it in, in just about all of the, the California, like uh, San Andreas 2004, PlayStation 2. What's up? And uh, as the lava's going down, oh, Tommy Lee and his kid and the other kid are fine. He got, again, plot armor. <laughs> Man. I want to be. Like, I want to be like Mike. <laughs> yeah, that's a. That's something else I forgot to mention. Yeah, something the. You know, Don well, Cheadle says that, like. Yeah, well, Don Cheadle's character is the lieutenant, so it's similar to like Pierce Brosnan and in, in, in my boy Paul. You've got the boss and the underling. The other movie, my movie, was about the underling. This movie was about the boss. And so Don Cheadle was the guy who was like, you know, I want to be, I want to be that guy. I want to be dope. And we also forgot about the scene in the. Um, the command center where he controls all of the, you know, metropolitan, you know, whatever's. And then he puts Don Cheadle in charge of it. And he's like, oh, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. And uh, Mike just calls him up. He's like, well, why don't you do this and not do that? You don't do this, you do <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because. Damn, guys, but, yeah, going back, of course, to Tommy Lee and his being fine. That is the ultimate cinema since they survived this moment. Ding, ding. <laughs> uh, yeah, everything's fine. So they're trying to find the kid's parents and. And of course, get a nice touching moment here. The kid looks all over. Everybody's face is covered in ash. It's like, 
They all look the same. Yes. In order for humanity to be seen as the same, we all need to experience horror and suffering. Unfortunately, how often is this seen to be true? Look, I don't appreciate you coming in here and speaking with that accent and telling people like it's true. All right? Michael Caine, your your check did not cash. It bounced. You (laughs) are fired. Okay, just that. He pays us to be here? I didn't realize that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're doing the Family Guy, Quentin Tarantino voice right there, Scott. Uh, the Christopher Mintz. You're fired. Yeah, it wasn't meant to be, but uh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> and so, as uh, Tommy goes off with Amy and his daughter leaving Rody behind, you know, just like Brody's other partner. Yes. Leave him in charge of shit. Yeah, poor Terrence Howard. <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, the screen flashed you to a new volcano coming out of the gray tar pit saying it's uh, Mount Wilshmore. And it says status active. So, yeah, still an active volcano in the middle of LA, people. And we roll credits with I love LA. We love it. I love LA. All right, Scott, you go first. Your thoughts? Definitely a little bit better than uh, the last movie. That's for sure. Um, still not a whole lot to go into. Um, I feel like a good ten minutes of this movie probably could have been taken out, and we still could have had the same effect. Especially with this movie being what it was. Um. I don't want to give it as bad a rating as the other one because it was more enjoyable. So I think I'm going to go pretty good. All right, Sean, how about you? Yeah, it's hard to, to, to disagree with Scott. This one is more popcorn, right? You, you, you discussed in the trailer in the beginning the way they sold it was um, – yeah, it was bigger colors, right? I mean less green, more yellow. If that makes sense, you know, it's popping literally in the La Brea tar pits. And then, you know, you don't got the luggage kid. You got, you know, the, the kid who's got luggage. Like you put luggage on the luggage. That's a pretty good move. All right. I see you. I see where you're going. <laughs> um, I'm going to stick with pretty damn OK. I'm going to say it's it's on the positive side of OK towards pretty good for me. Again, same thing, though. If this is if this is 1999 Piper, then I would I would you know, be, <laughs> I would be flipping through. I would, be flipping through, I would stop on Volcano. I enjoy, I enjoyed these movies, both of them. Um, I, but I say this one more of a turn your mind off. You know, there was one scene where I absolutely lost my mind, as as maybe edited out later, where it's just like, uh, why is everyone celebrating? Fluid dynamics means it's either going to pile up and your barricade's going to be shit, or it's going to go somewhere else. And as as I understand it, you didn't you didn't freeze it up to the like the anus. You didn't you didn't lock it up at the at the breach point. So plot holes be damned. This movie knows what it is. That's that's why I interrupted Scott earlier. It's fun. It's good. Uh, yeah, so like I probably spoke a little bit earlier, back in the day, I think I would have enjoyed this movie a lot more than Dante Speak. You know, 11-year-old me, you know, like liking brighter colors a little bit more, you know, with Dante Speak gray color palette and this movie's a lava color palette and all. But, uh, you know, as the years go by, of course, yeah, like I said, Dante Peak was more, like, close to the more scientifically accurate. And this one is just, I mean, it's Mick Jackson, but it could have 
very well than Michael Bay. <laughs> Could yeah? Would you say that Dante's Peak was closer to horror? suspense whereas this one was just action thriller yeah in a way you could say that i mean you know let's flash like a year later you know we get two comment movies of course we get deep impact and armageddon you know deep impact is like talking about like more of like how people would react to a you know, uh, deep impact on their soul yes and armageddon was well it was a michael bay movie <laughs> <laughs> it was what it was <laughs> hey, hey, we should discuss those sometime in the future. Hello. Yeah. Shotgun. No, uh, just shotgun to my head. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Ninety-six, yeah, tornadoes. Ninety-seven, volcanoes. Ninety-eight, comets, asteroids, and then yeah, nothing after that. Um, yeah, the Blair Witch wasn't Blair Witch ninety-nine. Um, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty impactful. Uh, <laughs> natural disasters. Hello. Yeah, she, you you saw in the sequel she was a big scary natural creature from this planet. Apparently. Okay, we'll go with that. I'm sorry, that was a stretch. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Back oh, to wait, Paul no. Gay. Was the core? Was the core '99? Uh, that was I think 2003. Oh, I got nothing. That was <laughs> <laughs> way off. Yeah. On that one. No. Yeah. End of days. There it is. End of days with with Arnold Schwarzenegger was '99. Well, yeah, yeah, that was supposed yep, to be the, uh, that's... apocalypse. It's the end of the natural world. I feel the yeah, podcast was... <laughs> coming to an end, and, and I'm I'm stretching for time. I'm just I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was supposed to be an episode we were supposed to do before my life changed. <laughs> Anywho, uh, yeah, so back to the volcano, and yeah, of course, my thing with volcano is that I think it's just focused mostly on the lava part of the. Volcano, volcano eruption, and shut the fuck up, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Dante Speak seems to like cover like almost all the bases. You know, not just the lava, but the ash and the rivers and all that. And something that I'm sorry, but something that Dante Speak didn't do that I learned about freshman year in high school was that um, there can sometimes be eruptions that are like cracks in the earth instead of just the, the lava spewing and ju- like, like pile huge pillars that are like a half a mile long, just look, looking like they're gashes cracks in the earth spewing out lava, like f- thousands of feet into the air. That shit would have been crazy to see. I'm still waiting for that movie. Yeah, long, see long geysers that are like sheets of, Ooh, it's terrifying. I didn't see there's a movie called Skyfire that's coming out, but I don't know about this movie, but it looks like it's going to be a movie that's kind of like, it is what it is type. I mean, it's directed by a guy who did uh, Laura Croft Tomb Raider, so. <laughs> and, and, of course, again, with Dante Speak, you know, I said, you know, that movie just felt so grim and all. And this movie's like, again, the Michael Bay, let's be all heroic and shit. I mean, and of course, it didn't end up so good for everybody. Uh, R.I.P. Stan. Stan, you were the man. Yeah, but, you know, the, they're just figuring out what to do so quickly, and they're figuring out, hey, there is something we can do about it. Not very realistic, but, hey, we're doing everything we can to stop this lava flow we did. Good old concrete. <laughs> Didn't help yeah. the Romans, and they had better concrete. Yeah, and also a lot of uh, firemen hoses and waters, like, uh, those things have trouble putting out the... Uh, Forest fires in California. You really think they can put out lava just like that? Well, 
that lava was creeping like fucking Honolulu style. I mean, they could they could centralize the forest fires, man. That shit is wind and aggregate, and the fucking fire is is not like two to three feet off the ground and, and rolling at you versus everywhere. Well, yeah, well, those who wish me dead was pretty good. Dirt, I feel like it would be a bit more effective. Uh, dirt, you're putting dirt on molten dirt. That no, create more molten dirt. Talking about fire. Forest fires, yeah, the dirt is good. Yeah, they they dig trenches and they yeah they do stuff. Yeah, so many diatribes aside, yeah, I think it sounds <laughs> like I'm so I'm so down on volcano, but I'm really not. I give it pretty much the same rating as Dante's Peak and all. But again, it's like it's just kind of more like what are you more in the mood for when you want to watch these movies? Am I looking for more like everything a volcano could bring, almost everything, or am I just looking for quite colorful, turn your mind up type movie? So. Yeah, that's what it is with these types of movies, but they're both pretty enjoyable ones. Yeah, mine was a, a six on IMDb. I think you mentioned Jake, and this one was a five point five. That's pretty. That's pretty fucking negligible. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty close in ratings though. Just point five off. Yeah, that's what negligible means. It's it's not very. It's not it's not far apart. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, that's an episode, and yeah, it's just like last time. We're just probably going to wrap it up right here. Just talk about. What is on the plate for next time, guys? Next time. Not next week, all right? So stop sending those mean messages. Where are you? We miss you. Okay, we're coming. We're going to be there. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like I said, only a month off was this one. I mean, okay, that depends on, of course, the, the editing, too. All that. Well, don't blame yourself, because I was six minutes late. <laughs> Four minutes. Oh, As opposed okay. to half hour last time. <laughs> it's I getting I, better. But yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not. Uh, uh, I'm not mowing my mom's lawn today. Okay, I'm a good son. Leave me alone. So next time. Well, right, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll get to it. Well, it's just like I've never seen both these movies. Well, I actually think I've seen like probably the last five minutes of one of them once on TV. But yeah, they're things. But they do have something similar in common. You're talking the devil in both these movies, but the devil paper by some. Big time A list Italian actors. Italian American, I should say. One is Angel Heart with Mickey Rourke, and of course, Robert De Niro. And then we also got The Devil's Advocate with Al Pacino and Keanu Reeves. So I no, think it's, John- it's more like Ke- Keanu Reeves? Like, yes, that's your name. Yeah, Keanu, that's your name, buddy. I know you've seen a lot. Dude, you've seen a lot of tragedy in your life. Can you just do a better job acting? Yes, I will emote all of the pain I have experienced. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I can tell Sean's going to have lots of fun with that one. Yeah, yes! I can't, I can't do my Pacino right now if I started sleeping. <laughs> get shot walking your doggy. So, yeah, those are the plans. So, one leaves them sides, so I'll leave them. Our Unholy Mofos Gmail, not, uh, not, oh yeah, the Gmail account, unholymofos at gmail.com, or we have yep, a Facebook group, um, if you're on Facebook. Well, nobody's active on Facebook, at least I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've yeah, just been posting babe pictures, that's what I've been doing. <laughs> You've been putting and, your child out on the internet? Well, hey, Yes, Sean, he's a normal father. 
I learned that I, can, I no longer have any sway whatsoever. My, my son has been all over the internet for months. <laughs> yes, he has. <laughs> you didn't tell oh, me, you. Scott, you son of a bitch. You've been on there like crazy too, so I don't want to hear it. I they, big pictures of me as well. Well, I'm an adult. I have I can say that. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just busting your balls. Oh yeah, that's our show for next time. So hey, until well, uh, Scott has uh, you can you can get it, Scott, uh, by by connecting with Scott at. Uh no, you can't. I'm I'm not doing the social media. Screw that you shit. see. I'm I'm slowly infecting the entire show. Soon you won't be able to get a hold of us at all. You'll just have to listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll just throw, have to throw like... a piece of paper into the wind. Ah yes, <laughs> we'll my first, my first, and my favorite promo. Yeah, message your pigeon, us people. <laughs> so yeah, okay. Until like, yeah. Angel Heart and Devil's Advocate. Peace out. Later, fuckers. Yeah.